The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Bushwick Bill, it is I, says me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, be men, be women. The Get Off My Lawn podcast is back in, well, I'm not going to say full effect, more like uh, three quarters effect. It's me, it's Jay, a.k.a. J.C., a.k.a. Law T, a.k.a. J. Caesar, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Taliban. And it's been a long time, to quote Rakim. And I guess I should begin by explaining that we haven't produced a podcast in uh, now it's been almost three months and it hasn't been due to a lack of effort because uh, we've tried and there have been technological hurdles that have and obstacles that have been thrown in our path and then life kind of gets in the way sometimes but I just wanted to come up here before we jumped into 2016 and uh, give everyone who has subscribed to the podcast just an update as to what has been happening and what is on the horizon because uh, we got off to a good start this year with the podcast. We got a lot of positive feedback, especially with our episode where we began our investigation into what went wrong with hip-hop, who was responsible, and the response and the feedback that we received uh, was tremendous, more so than any other episode uh, that we produced. And then we had a couple other solid episodes, got some guests in here, and then... Uh, the trouble began. So, this episode, like I said, I'm going to 
explain what's been happening. And to do that, I'm going to employ some uh, technological wizardry and tricks. So, when you hear this sound... That will mean that I am going to play a clip from a previously unreleased uh, episode of the podcast. And trust me, it'll all um, make sense in the end, even if right now it sounds a little out of whack like I'm not really certain if this is the podcast I remember from back at the end of the summer but trust me it will uh, it'll all come together it's not how you start it's how you finish so I want to finish up 2015 uh, on a positive note as we roll into the new year so the first thing I'm going to do is I am going to play a recording in which I explain the reason for the first delay in getting the podcast out. And basically there were three. So this is going to be uh, excuse, I mean, <clears throat> or rationale, explanation uh, <laughs> number one. So... Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, participating because it's been a while since we did our last show, and I feel like the uh, listeners who are waiting, clamoring for another edition need to know. So, what happened is. I have everything, all the software, all the music, all the drops, everything on my laptop. And one point of order. <laughs> there may be some bizarre music in the background that we kind of flip through because leading up to my previous point, my laptop, the hard drive, died. I had to take it into the Apple store and, you know... Apple's like a supermodel. They're not even going near your shit for less than $200. Um, so, <laughs> so after I paid them and, you know, they tried to upsell me and get me to buy something new. But I was like, nah, just, just fix what I got. They told me, well, it's fixed, but your hard drive, you know, you have to pay us a lot more money if you want us to try to recover everything. So I said, no. Now, I got my hard drive back, and here is my old man complaint. Back in the day, when you would buy computer software, it would come in a big-ass box, and you would have some CDs in there, and you would stick them in your computer, and you would run the software, and your program would be installed. Well, now, with the advent of the cloud, uh, you purchase the software online, and then or email the code. I guess I don't need to explain this to people who are listening. You know how it works. But all the software that I had that I used to produce the podcast was 
up in the cloud, out in the ether, and I had to pull it down from the nether regions into my machine. So I did that, but now I have to go back and figure out where's my passcode? Where's the, the license, the 30-digit license code that will allow the software to work? And being a uh, person who's jumped feet first into the shallow end of the technological pool, I have about six different email accounts that I use for various reasons here and there, professional, personal, very personal, public, whatever. Uh, So I'm having to search through six, seven different email accounts trying to find the proper password so that I won't have to pay another $125 for the software to run this thing. And it's not just the software. There's the software that I use to pull all our voices in and get that recorded. Then there's the software that monitors the levels and blah, blah, blah. I still haven't found the code for the software I use for the drops, but um, so we'll have to do our own sound effects. So, you know, if you <laughs> if you hear me say, yeah, boy, that was me. <laughs> Um, that was my artistic interpretation, so don't try to drag me into court, you crackhead. Um, so anyway, that's what took so long, and I just wish, it's kind of like several episodes ago when I was complaining that, you know, Ford doesn't provide spare tires. They give you this device that is supposed to be extra convenient and it will automatically inflate your tire and fill it with goo and ruin your tire. I'm like, just give me a spare tire so I can change my tire and be on the way. Just give me a goddamn CD so I can stick it in my laptop and load up the software and the good people who love hip-hop don't have to wait a month for the next installment of the Get Off My Lawn podcast. But, okay, okay, well at least maybe they should give me a flash drive, something, because this is just, it's been a pain in my ass, but um, I really wanted to get back to this, and you have those moments where you're like, well, you know, we did the podcast, it was cool, I don't feel like looking up all this shit, but, you know... That wouldn't be true to, uh, you know, all the hip-hop Taliban shit I've been spewing and spitting out all these years. So I had to come (laughs) get, I had to regroup, refocus, and we're back. And I'm glad to be back. Um, Football season has begun since we, you know, last started this because initially we were doing it on Sundays. And once football hit, no. Football takes priority over hip-hop. There are a few things that take priority over hip-hop, but football games are one of them. So we had to alter that schedule. And then with the professor, with Dre, they're on the East Coast. So right now we're doing this at 8.30 Pacific on a Friday night. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. <laughs> Okay, so it's me back again, and 
that was the explanation for why it took so long to get an episode out uh, following the last episode that all of you subscribers listened to. So yeah, there were uh, tech problems. The hard drive on my laptop died, had everything that I used to produce the podcast on there. So when I got it back, you heard uh, the troubles and hassles. However, in that clip, you probably heard me speaking to the professor, Adolphus Belt, and East Coast Dre, Andre Cole, but you didn't hear them respond, which leads into tech problem number two. So I had to reinstall all of the software, and anyone who listened to the very first couple of episodes when West Coast Dre was my co-host will remember that we would we referenced a an unreleased version of the podcast that we'd done and that was sort of a test episode to make sure we had all the everything was cool on the technological side and we had to do that a couple of times and it took a few hours because it's sort of a nerdy uh, geeky uh, ridiculous set of uh, software applications and settings and blah 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 that you have to do so that I can record the voices from the other participants in the podcast uh coming in and then get the music recorded and my voice recorded and have it all synced up into one final uh, audio file. Well, anyway, got East Coast Dre, got Professor Belk to finally uh, find a time when they could do it, that worked with their schedules, worked with my schedules. It ended up being a Friday night at about, uh, by the time we got things working, it was about 11 o'clock p.m. uh, East Coast time, and it turns out that we did the second part of our hip-hop investigation, and... It was a great discussion. It went on for a good two and a half hours. I mean, it was a fantastic discussion, and I thought it was a perfect way to uh, bring the podcast back after the long hiatus due to the technical problems. Fantastic conversation. I couldn't wait to get it out. We finally finished up around almost two o'clock in the morning their time and they and the thing is they have families they have professional obligations so it's very difficult to schedule both of those guys on the podcast at the same time and you know in order to do to complete the uh investigative episodes i need both of them on there because it just makes for a Uh, spectacular um, hip-hop conversation so anyway finished that thanked them 
couldn't wait to get it out. I go back to the file, press play, and suddenly I can hear myself, I can hear the music, but I can't hear them. So somewhere in all the buttons and switches that I had to hit, I, I was able to hear them in my headphones, but their audio did not get picked up by the software. And it was just devastating to me. Pers- I mean, devastating is a strong word, but within the realm of making this podcast, it was devastating. And when I went back and listened to the recording, part of which you just heard, it's like if you're in the room with someone who's on the phone. You hear their side, but you can't hear the person they're speaking to. So when I listened to, what I had was two and a half hours of me talking, me responding to things that they said, me asking them questions but you can't hear their end of the audio. So ultimately, that entire episode was pretty much useless, except for a few uh, funny rants and tidbits of mine. But even though I've I've said this before, and I've really only done this one other time with the uh, MC Ren Straight Outta Compton episode... I don't like doing the podcast by myself, one, because I'm not so egomaniacal that I think that people just want to listen and hear whatever hip-hop wisdom I have to bestow upon them. Uh, Plus, it makes for a more interesting conversation when there is someone to have a conversation with. So, a little far side in the background. It's another problem. I've been trying to go back through the instrumentals and weed out the ones with vocal tracks and clearly this is one that uh, still has it in there. Even though I like the song, gotta go. Alright. So, so that, when that podcast uh, was ruined doing, uh, due to the failure to record their audio it was it was one of those things where you uh, I don't know I I suppose everybody in this age has had something uh, some important file or document they've been working on and then their hard drive crashes or their computer crashes or the program freezes or something happens and you lose whatever it is that you've worked on and you know that You're going to have to do it again. But especially if you finished it or you were near the end and you knew it was really good. To know that now you're going to have to restart the process all over again. It kind of takes a little little bit out of you and you kind of have to regroup. So that's really what I needed to do. I needed to regroup... uh, mentally and this is this is sounding really dramatic and again this is only this mental regrouping all of this takes place only in the context of this podcast so yeah 
in podcast terms, I had to mentally regroup and refocus because I wanted the conversation to be as robust, as lively, as funny, as insightful as the one that I lost. And I knew that I couldn't just turn around the next day and do that. Plus, I had to tell these guys who had just made room in their schedules, stayed up way past their uh, East Coast 40-year-old bedtimes to do this. They did me a favor. There's no money in this. I'm doing it just because I enjoy having discussions about hip-hop. They're doing it for the same reason, but in addition, they're doing me a favor. So, I sincerely appreciate the time anyone takes to uh, participate in this podcast. And so, it took me about a week or so to tell Dre and Adolphus that there was a problem with the audio and we were going to have to do it again. Um, So by the time that happened, now we're into November, probably. And so we go through another few rounds of musical schedules and um, trying to figure out when we can do it, when we're going to be off work, when the kids are going to be away, when family won't be in town, all that finally figured it out finally found another time that would work and it so happened to be another uh friday night so i'd apologize to them i'd regroup mentally i was ready to go but then there was still the issue of i wasn't exactly certain what went wrong on the technical side so basically i had to try and troubleshoot it but the main problem is that the problem that I needed to fix I can only verify the problem I can only start messing around and trying to diagnose it when I'm actually recording the podcast with all the software and everything else going and therefore that requires someone else on the other end to be willing to uh, you know, call me up and engage in this chat while I try to flip the switches and hit the buttons to try to get everything working. So, most of the people I know have lives, have families, have responsibilities, have work, and they don't really have a lot of spare time to sit around and chat with me aimlessly while I try to, you know, get this software working so I did the best job I could and I was pretty certain um, that I had it all worked out I was like Barry Horowitz tapping my temple and patting myself on the back but when it came time to get those guys together for the podcast this time I could hear them They could hear me. Everything was being recorded. That was fine. But then they couldn't hear the music. So like how you hear the music playing in the background or uh, if I play a 
song for a vi- from a video or if I play any other kind of music, they couldn't hear it. So it was like a brand new snag, a new wrinkle. And so as I'm trying to troubleshoot this on the fly, um, East Coast Dre, I, I guess it was cold and he had, I don't know, hot chocolate and a blanket, a Snuggie or something. He just fell asleep. Like, fell asleep. And Adolphus and I, we thought, hey, we thought maybe we got disconnected. Turns out, no, nah, he was just taking a nap. But what happened is we, we stayed on having this conversation as I tried different things, trying to fix everything. And nothing was working. Nothing at all. And it got to a certain point where even if I had been able to fix it, it was so late that, you know, I wasn't going to try and keep them up till like three in the morning uh, recording the podcast. So we just decided to um, shut it down. I was going to find someone to help me troubleshoot this in uh, real time. And then we'd come back in 2016, fresh, start knocking them out once I was absolutely certain that I'd worked out the technical technical flaws because I really the worst part about all this in, in all honesty is I hated wasting their time and you know they're they're pretty cool about it and you know they understand and it's not really a big deal we still had a conversation you know anyway but still at the same time you know, a, a good mechanic doesn't blame his tools, but I guess I'm not a good mechanic because I'm blaming my damn tools. But So anyway, that is essentially what has happened, where we're at, you know, what's going on. So it's been, it's been challenging, but see, I didn't want anyone to think that the Get Off My Lawn podcast was done, dead, or defeated. We got a standing eight count, but uh, we're right here. We're back in the fight, and we're going to go now to another uh, clip I was able to salvage from the uh, from the lost the lost episode, and. When we get back into the second part of our investigation, you'll hear more of this, but uh, this is a section of the discussion. We were going through the billboard list and we got to a place where uh, Salt and Pepper, uh, Shoop, was the number one song. And we kind of got into this conversation of which you'll only hear one third about Salt and Pepper and and another MC boss, a uh, woman out of Detroit. And you're gonna hear this little snippet that expresses my uh, undying love and devotion for salt and my defense of boss, which, is rather surprising if you know anything about boss so 
Uh, once again, I'm going to check out this clip from the lost episode, and I'll be back on the other side. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Then, see, this goes to show you how powerful the music video was back in 1993 because we had a lot of interplay week to week for most of the year. Come Thanksgiving time, from November 20th through December 18th, it was salt and pepper with Shoop. And this song was number one for so long. It was kind of catchy. The lyrics were trash. But oh my god! That video. Okay, I don't know what kind of program they were on. If they were doing Tybo or who knows what. But... If you haven't seen this video, um, wow, this was, this was stunning. I mean, this was jaw dropping, dripping with sexuality from beginning to end, salt and pepper at their zenith. Wow. It, the song was horrible. You packed in the, the especially in the back, brother. Wanna thank your mother for what like that? Shoobity boo with the with, with goody. Nah, 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 you would be an Uzi or a shotgun bang. What's with that thing? Ah. I watched that video like I watched Anaconda, uh, with the volume off. <laughs> and as as we've been talking about it, I've been watching it, and. Um, yeah, I don't know where, you know, I guess because they were wearing those eight ball jackets. There were some banging bodies beneath those eight ball jackets. And, you know, I don't know what else to say about that. Salt, I love you. Oh, you don't? Really? Witness the brother had it going over something kind of, oh, wicked, wicked, had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the digits. I hope no, don't make me see what I want Slip slide to it swiftly Dumps it in my hip So I dip back to my bag of tricks Then I flip forward tip Made me wanna do tricks On them lick them Like a lollipop should be lit Came to my senses And I chill for a bit Don't know how you do The voodoo that you do so well It's a spell hell Makes me wanna shoot, shoot, shoot You wanna revisit your position? Well, the fun Yeah, well, here's what the real funny part is I didn't participate in that portion of the conversation because the video was still playing um <laughs> but i'm just saying I, I i gotta go back to this point about boss no I, this is boss it's trying to get rich and doing a good job and ripping up the pavement with nothing to speak the system i think i jumped into a maze and now i'm busy around it but damn bodies in a day some kind of way i have become a slave yes a master no some master i work faster even if it means my brain's being Now, 
I mean, again, it's all contrived, but come on. I kind of have a uh, soft spot for that song because there's a... No, no, no. There's a <clears throat> there's a point where she says... She's running from the police and she says... Uh, uh, got a hundred rocks and a hundred bricks trying to make it to Detroit. Detroit, which you're throwing back to the KRS-One. Yeah, and so I kind of like that. But, uh, but okay, granted, boss is whacked. Shoop, beautiful. I love you, Salt. Um, <laughs> call me. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. So yeah, that was the uh, snippet of the boss salt and pepper conversation, and uh, so that's really you know I I was gonna pull a few more clips and snippets out of that lost episode, but um, a lot of the stuff will probably well it's definitely going to be revisited because we're gonna go through the list uh, in January but there is actually some some hip-hop stuff I wanted to get into Uh, I'm recording this right now on Christmas evening and by now most of you if you're inclined to see it uh, should have seen the Star Wars movie and even if you're not inclined to see the movie you have been bombarded by ridiculous amounts of hype uh, for the past several months and West Coast Dre sent me an email um, eh, about a week or so ago now mind you he is a huge Star Wars fan so much so that he and his kids went to a the like midnight Thursday slash Friday showing so they could be one of the fruit first uh, groups of nerds uh, I mean fans to see the new Star Wars movie so the email he sent contained a link to a SoundCloud uh, page where someone had decided to in honor of Star Wars to do a mashup of Biggie songs with Star Wars music. And uh, Dre was very excited about this. And, oh, you got to listen to it. It's so hype. And I think the, the, the page that contained the link to the SoundCloud had... A headline that read, uh, let's see, what was it? The headline was, The Star Wars score and the Notorious B.I.G. collide in possibly the greatest remix album ever. And it had 37,000 forwards or whatever people did something with it either listen to it that many times or whatever so it took songs from uh, B.I.G.'s Life After Death album and 
mashed it together with some Star Wars song. So I'm going to give you uh, a little taste of this flavor right here and uh, you can decide for yourself on some old uh, Fox News shit. Uh, I report, you decide. So here we go. Let's uh, take a listen. See if we can bring it up here. That was atrocious. That was that was horrendous. That was horrible and awful. That was horrible. There is it just doesn't go. And especially when you know that the original song has the uh DJ Premier beat. There's just no it's it's awful. And the only reason I let it play as long as I did is because Biggie's, I like the lyrics, and that's, you know, a classic song. But I'm, I'm going to play a couple other ones, just so you don't, you know, I want everybody to get a full sense and uh, feel and flavor for this abomination uh, that is the Biggie, uh, the Biggie mashup joint. And let's see. What I can pull up next is, I'm not even going to name the 
name the track. Let's see. Let's try. Let's try this one and see how it goes. I make your mouth peace, obese like Della Reese. When I release, you lose teeth like little seeds. Nigga, please, blood flood your dungarees. And that's just the half of my war pal. Laugh now, cry later, I rhyme greater than the average player hater. The spectators buy my CD twice. They see me in the streets, they be like, yo, be nice. But that's on the low dough. Be the cats with no dough, try to play me at my show. I pull out four foes and go up in their clothes. Short change niggas, snort cane niggas. Extortion came quicker, bought the range nigga. It still tickle me, I used to be as strong as Ripple B. And big, you know you too hard for these cats I'ma win cause I'm too smart for these cats While they making up facts, you waking up black In a commission, you ask for permission to hit him He don't like me, hit him while wifey was with him You heard of us, the murderous, most shady Been on the low lately, the feds hate me The sun is they say my killing's too blatant You hesitating, I'm in your mama crib waiting Duck taping, your fam, destiny lays in my hands Got lays in my waist Francis, M to the SH, phenomenal Gun rest under your vest, body abdominal Rhyme a few bars so I can buy a few cars uh -huh. Then I take a few flows so I can pimp a few holes XB to little C's cripple me Now I play hard like my girl's nipples be The game sour like a pickle bee Y'all know the rules Move from BK to New Jerusalem Think about all the claims we flew Bitches we ran through Now the year's new I lay my game flat I want my spot back Take two Motherfuckers mad cause I blew Niggas envious Too many niggas on my dick Shit strenuous When my men bust You just move with such stamina Slugs missed ya I ain't mad at ya Blood Oh my god, this is, <laughs> this already is just beginning in a horrible way, but let's hear it. I was a terror since the public school era, bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing asses, smoking blunts was a daily routine, since 13, a chubby nigga on the scene, I used to have the trade deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose, now I got the Mac in my knapsack, lounging black, smoking sacks up and axe and sidekicks, with my sidekicks, rocking fly kicks, honey's wanna check. But all we wanna know is where the party at And can I bring my gat? If not, I hope I don't get shot Better throw my vest on my chest Cause niggas is a mess It don't take nothing but front for me to start something Bugging and bucking at niggas like I was duck Ugh. I'm still flipping through these because <clears throat> I know there's inevitably got to be one that uses the uh, Imperial March And of the Star Wars Uh music in the score that's the only one i can imagine having even the remotest possibility of being kind of dope but we'll see let me flip through some more free wheel motion I don't even recognize this from Star Wars. So, we're going to the next one. Let's see. 
see what we've got here. Today's agenda, got the suitcase up in the central. Go to room 112, tell the block of central. Feel the strangers, if no money exchanges. I got these kids in ranges, believe them niggas brainless. All they told is stainless, you just remain as calm as possible. Make the deal go through, if not. Alright, I see. Now whoever made this is getting to the point where they're being, uh, Apparently, they're using bits and pieces of the score, but there are really only a few uh, clearly recognizable uh, tunes from the score, and that wasn't one of them, so I skipped it. I'm still looking for the Imperial March, you know, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Not that that is going to be any better than any of the other pieces of trash we've heard thus far, but... Potentially, we'll see. Let's see what we got here. Is this it? Is this that same one? It's very ominous sounding. Maybe this is from one of those other second set of movies that was horrible. What this is. When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell Cause I'm a piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies Dressed in white, I like black Tims and black hoodies Huh, that wasn't it, maybe this is it The weak of the strong, we got it going on Here we go Alright, let's see what we got The weak of the strong, we got it going on The dead wrong The weak of the strong, we got it going on That was horrible. That was that was maybe the worst of the bunch. But there's there are a couple more, but I'm only gonna play this one this next one because I'm curious to hear how they approached it. This is Big Papa. I love it when they call me Big Papa. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these typical bushes in your bushes. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? The back of the club, sipping my wet is where you find me. The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. 
mad question asking, blunt passing, music blasting. But I just can't quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers. True fucking players. Jump in the rover and come over. Tell your friends, jump in the GS3. I got the chronic by the tree. I love it when you call me Big Pop. Well, we can rule the galaxy. He's Okay, okay, wow. They even went so far <laughs> as to pull in clips from the movie. <laughs> you and I can rule the galaxy. Get out of here with that shit. That, that was awful. Horrible. And West Coast Dre, I might have to... Uh, I've got to subtract and deduct some hip-hop points from him for that because he was very excited i'm gonna just chalk that up to uh you know the power of the disney lucas films marketing machine because i think in his right non star wars hyped frame of mind he would have seen that that was just horrible all the way around and like I told him, you know, right now, he sent me that like two days before he was going to, you know, wait in line at midnight to go watch the premiere of the Star Wars movie. So I told him revisit that that mashup in mm, March or April when he's got fresh ears and... I think he will come to the same conclusion that I've already come to that it's horrible horrible and I think the the way I put it to him is I like ice cream and I like pizza doesn't mean I want ice cream on my pizza so you know yeah um and then in another piece of uh hip-hop I wouldn't say news it's not really news just something I noticed that while I was watching the uh, NBA games uh, this afternoon there was a commercial for Samsung that had LeBron uh, doing his workout routine and the song that was playing is uh, was Welcome to the Terror Dome and in the commercial it sort of shifts between all types of people doing various jobs construction workers news anchors chefs um etc and each person that the camera switches to is mouthing the lyrics to uh welcome to the terror dome and it's kind of interesting because that's a when you break down the lyrics, it, especially for its time and even now compared to the type of uh, 
hip-hop music we see in the mainstream. It's a very uh, political song. It is one that is, like all public enemy uh, work, is fairly provocative in terms of its lyrics. And so it's curious because it's, I think the full spot, the full commercial runs about 90 seconds. So obviously you can't take all of the lyrics in there. Um, but there are definitely some some omissions. It's, it's not uh, a continuous flow. And now it's not as bad as when Nike used the most deaf uh, Umi Says song and changed the line from I want black people to be free to I want everybody to be free so you know that was egregious this seemed to be uh, the changes in this one seemed to be more for the sake of expediency Uh, however at the at the end of the commercial, before LeBron goes into the workout session, uh, he does stand there and pounds his chest, and he's looking at the camera, and he says, uh, so I growl at the living foul, black to the bone, my home is your home, so welcome to the Terra Dome. So they left the black to the bone uh, line in there, which is cool. I mean, considering Jordan never said anything about anything ever, uh, you know, I got to give LeBron or whomever props. Uh, but then the commercial is, oh, and Chuck D's in there. He's, he has some line toward the end, but the commercial is for some big plastic goggles that you snap your Samsung phone into, and then you can watch LeBron, you know, uh, Duncan 3D or something to that effect. It's, you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's good that uh, Chuck D, Public Enemy, uh, you know, their music is still uh, has a relevant enough sound to be featured in a commercial, probably targeting people who weren't alive when the song initially dropped so that's that's cool and public enemy pushing expensive uh electronic equipment great gotta get paid gotta get paid ain't mad at him not really um so that is really you know what i came up here to say really just to provide an explanation about where uh, where the podcast has been and just to reassure anyone who was concerned because I've received inquiries here and there not so many lately but uh, during the first few weeks um, quite a few so Everyone who subscribed, everyone who sent tweets, everyone who sent emails, everyone who told others about the podcast, um, all that love is definitely appreciated, and your subscription and your listenership will be rewarded 
in 2016 as we come back bigger, badder, deffer, and, you know, it's going to be all good. We're going to keep it rolling. I'm going to get these tech problems worked out. But there is one last thing that I did pull from the lost episode and it's something that I'm not going to uh, revisit or try to um, restate in a later episode because it was something that was uh, extremely important to me and one of those things that's definitely uh, from the heart and so I'm going to play that and after that um, see you in 2016 so check it out but I do want to kind of just take a moment uh, because a it's it's hard to put this in context because me and this young woman were not I mean we weren't close friends we knew each other in college but I received news that uh, I don't know not sure how long ago this was, and you can you guys can help me out. That back in August, uh, Diana and I I don't want to pronounce her last name incorrectly. Diana Auberg Milner uh, passed away um, due to complications from breast cancer, and it's one of those things. I'm more of a faces person, and so I kind of heard. Uh, you know, through email and different people that this person that uh, we all knew and attended college with uh, had passed away. And it wasn't until Adolphus sent me a picture from us back in college with myself and Diana and the rest of us standing and posing. That's when I realized, oh, Diana, Diana. And I say that, and I bring it up now, um... Only because what, even though I didn't put the name with the face until I saw the picture, I think about her all the time because back in college, as we mentioned, we used to do everything with cassettes. I mean, CDs kind of moved in, but if you wanted to get a dub or something like that, cassette. And she let me borrow the first OC album, OC Word Life, and... I accidentally, on purpose, forgot to ever give it back to her. So I still have it. And it's a great album. It's one of those sort of slept-on classic albums that I love, kind of like Diamond D, Stunts, Blunts, and Hip Hop. And every time I listen to it, even though now I have it digitally, I think of her. I think of, damn, I still have Diana's tape. And I still have it here. And like I said, it's one of those things where we weren't really close uh, in college. We, you know, we knew each other. We were friendly and friends. But that tape, over all these years, 
I think of her every time it comes up on the iPad or the iPod, anytime it comes up on in iTunes, anytime I hear OC, it's usually it's time's up, but I think, damn, I still have Diana's tape. And so, um, with her passing, I still think every time I pick up that tape, you know, think about Diana and rest in peace. Thoughts and prayers go out to your family. And I know that uh, you guys probably, you know, have your own either memories of her or, uh, you know, something you might remember. But for me, it is the OC tape. And what I wanted to do is take this episode out with a song from that album and send this out to Diana and uh, we'll go out on this you guys I appreciate you staying up till 2 in the morning to do this and uh, part 3 is coming up Check it out. Whether either or how well 
well, you'll rock well Whether behind bars or dead My spirit is still dwell In the eyes of the wise I size up the bar Plus I'm potential From the toilet of a star So who says the north is soft I could cough in a rhyme Come back on time And still get off No smoke screen can blind me On the count of my crystal I whistle through the air Like the stray of a pistol shot Listen up, I'm here And I'm official A metaphysical being worth seeing Soon you'll be agreeing I frog the pulmonary Adversaries get sweaty palms Ain't ready for the mic More or less clapping off the arms So I just stick with the groove and take your mind out the arse Cause my purpose on the mic is to defeat all the frauds And make a make a mad move, I won't pop On the planet to drop juice, I won't pop Interpretating pain into news Giving OC point of views Yo, I'm here to make mad moves, I won't pop On the planet to drop juice, I won't pop Interpretating pain into news Giving OC point of views I'm here to make mad moves, I won't pop On the planet to drop news, I won't pop Interpretate pain into news Giving OC point of views Check them out